As the demand for telemedicine grows, so does the need for connectivity. 5G meets that need. Qualcomm remains focused on giving doctors and patients superior, security-rich 5G connectivity. Learn more at qualcomm.com slash inventionage. This is the Rich Dad Radio Show. The good news and bad news about money. Here's Robert Kiyosaki. Hello, hello. This is Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show, the good news and bad news about money. And we're broadcasting from beautiful Scottsdale, Arizona, Old Town Scottsdale, Arizona, where it's either heaven or hell. And right now it's freezing. I think, I think I'm in a fish locker or something. But anyway, we have a fantastic program. And it's probably the most important program you'll listen to uh, today because it's about what is a bigger crisis than the subprime crisis of 2008? I ask the question again, what is a bigger crisis today than the subprime crisis when nearly brought down the world in 2008? And the answer is, what is it, Kim? Pensions. Right. And the pensions, we have a subprime pension crisis and it's about to go bust either this year or five years. But when it goes bust, it's gonna make 2008 looks like nothing. So, so I just came back from New York been on a whirlwind media tour of New York City with Edward Ted Sedell. He is my co-author of a book called Who Stole My Pension? And this is probably the most important book you can read, whether you have a pension or don't have a pension, whether you have a 401k or you have what's called a defined benefit pension plan. Defined benefit is the old style pension plan my parents' generation had. That means you got a defined benefit with a paycheck for life. And around 1970, that all changed for the baby boomers because there were just too many baby boomers. So the company said, well, we, we cannot pay everybody a paycheck for life. So they came up with this thing called a 401k or an IRA. Now, listen up, even if you're not in the United States, because we broadcast globally. This is a global problem because this is a problem of old guys getting older. <laughs> the baby boom generation just when our pensions have been robbed, looted, stolen, and everybody's run off with the money. So even if you're young, so I don't have to worry, I got time. I say, it's gonna affect you, especially if your grandma and grandpa move in with you. It's gonna be a real estate problem. Whose closet are you gonna use? Your mom's or your father's or your grandma's? So this is a massive, massive problem because it is much, much bigger than the 2008 subprime mortgage crisis. So my co-author today, he's on the phone with us from Florida, is Edward Ted Sedell, and Ed is a former SEC attorney. So he is the expert on defined benefits. Again, there's two authors. He's the expert on defined benefits, which is that paycheck for life payment that police officers, teachers, and firefighters get. And then I'm kind of the expert on the 401k or the IRA or a superannuation, as they call it in Australia, or RRSP in Canada. Either way, two billion of us are in serious trouble because we're baby boomers and our pensions are empty. Any comments, Kim? Well, yes. Uh, just recently, Robert, you and I were driving to the airport. We had a driver who was taking us there and he was telling us his story of his parents and his mother was a teacher um, and his father was a worker and they both had pensions. 
And you said to him, and he was very enthusiastic, and he said that, you know, they're really hardworking people. They've worked hard all their lives, and, and they're good. Uh, they're, they're from uh, another country. Um, they've worked really hard. They have these pensions, and that's what's going to get them through life. And you said, well, you better be careful because the pensions are in crisis. Oh, no, they can't be. They cannot be in crisis. They cannot be. He can't even fathom the idea that his parents may not be getting their pension payments because that's what they depend on for their life. And just this weekend in the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal, on the front covers all this rioting in Paris, France. Now, the rioting is not about Trump or those guys <laughs> or whoever, whoever Trump killed. The rioting is about pensions. Everything's about pensions today, except they don't report about it in the States. And so Ted and I just came back from a whirlwind week-long tour of the media in New York, and it's shocking how little Americans know about pensions. So Ted, welcome to the program and thank you for being a great co-author and a great fun guy on the trip through New York. Thank you, Robert and Tim. Glad to be with you on your show. So let's, let's begin by this because you and I have something in common, but so does Kim. All of our fathers lost their jobs at, well, your father was killed, but my father lost his job, you know, in the 1970s because he ran for Lieutenant Governor's Republican in the state of Hawaii. And in Hawaii, as you know, the Communist Republic of Hawaii, they have a bounty on Republicans. They kill them. So my father made the mistake of being a highly educated PhD head of education in the state of Hawaii, and he ran uh, for Lieutenant Governor of the state of Hawaii. He lost his job, he lost his pension, and he lost his paycheck. And that's why he was a poor man. He never recovered. And Kim, what happened to your father? Well, well, my my father ran for president, but president of his company, and he was head of sales, and he was running against uh, the CFO. And oftentimes, as you know, sales and accounting do not mesh, and they did not get along. And so the CFO got the president position, and Dad was ousted, at in his early fifties. Yeah, early fifties. And thank God he got a job with a pension. Although only he worked there for one day, got paid for the rest well, of his life. A little bit more than one day, but yes, <laughs> he had a pension uh, that that kept, uh, him kept him alive. Absolutely, right. and your mom alive. So, Ted, what happened to your dad? Because this is what we have in common about this book on who stole my pension. Yeah, my dad worked uh, with the government. He worked uh, with the CIA in Uganda, East Africa, where Idi Amin came into power. Uh, who? was later found to be a brutal dictator who murdered over a half a million of his own people. But my dad investigated murders committed by Idi Amin in 1971, and he disappeared while investigating those murders. So he was, and I, and I mean disappeared, uh, his body was not found. He was missing and presumed dead by the U.S. government. But since they couldn't find his body, he had not been determined to be dead. His life insurance would not pay. His social security survivor benefits would not be paid to me as his child. Um, and his estate couldn't be probated. So all of his money, all of his uh, financial resources were in limbo. Um, and so, over the course of two years, there was an investigation carried out by the Uganda government, and it was determined that uh, he had been murdered. And uh, so 
then um, even though his body was never found, the all of these financial resources freed up after two years. But I realized at a very young age what it was like to uh, be orphaned and penniless. And like I said, none of his savings planning uh, survived. So kind of what Kim, Ted, and I have in common is we don't have pensions. Because my rich dad, you know, it was one of his big advice to me. He says, you never need a job. You never need a pension. You're a free man. But I didn't know what the heck he was talking about. This was 72, 73. But when I saw my old man, poor dad, you know, struggling, he bought himself a Swenson's ice cream franchise and lost everything. You know, it was kind of a wake-up call for me, too. I better pay attention. Yeah, and when, and when my dad lost his job, I remember distinctly making the decision I never wanted to depend on somebody else for my paycheck, which included pensions, which included Social Security. Um, I didn't want to depend upon the government. I didn't want to depend upon anybody. So that spurred me into entrepreneurship. So when Kim and I founded the Rich Dad Company in 1997, much of it had to do with our, fa- our fathers and the lessons we learned from our dads and never trust the U.S. government. So Ted, so once again, there's two authors, Ted Siddell and myself, Edward Ted Siddell. And he is an expert because he, he worked, he's an SEC attorney. He investigates his crimes. He has a, he is the world's largest whistleblower. He found out the best way to get a pension is sue the pensions. <laughs> so he is today the biggest whistleblower. He's set for life because He's got an infinite pension plan. Just keep suing at the pension plans. <laughs> and and what are you suing them for? Why are you suing them? Well, Kim, What's I've happening? done over a trillion of forensic investigations of pensions, and and my average clients, the pensions I look at are typically in the billions, ten billion, hundred billion. Like the state of North Carolina was an investigation I did. But what I look into is looting by Wall Street, Wall Street looting Main Street, charging excessive fees, taking excessive risks, letting insiders profit at the expense of the pensions, all kinds of forms of abuse or malfeasance, violations of law. And I find it every time I do an investigation, every single investigation of a pension I've ever undertaken has found widespread looting. And we, I've concluded that uh, the cause of pension failures is um, mismanagement of the investments, which I refer to as gross malpractice, generally practiced. So inside your book, you cover specifically certain types of certain pensions. One was Rhode Island. And uh, you're doing a documentary with Real Vision on the looting of Rhode Island's pension. What can you tell us about how that pension was looted and what's going to happen to the civil servants like the police officers and firefighters and teachers? Rhode Island was uh, the craziest situation. About uh, seven years ago, a little-known so-called money manager, a woman named Gina Raimondo, uh, ran for state treasurer and uh, with the support of a lot of major Wall Street firms, with the financial support of a lot of major Wall Street firms, actually got herself elected to run the $8 billion state pension. For those who may not know, because we broadcast worldwide, Rhode Island is not the biggest state of all, but it's a, it's a tiny little thing. 
but they still got $8 billion out of them. That's right. And so this woman who had virtually no experience in investing uh, got control of this $8 billion pension fund that basically controls the, the state economy. And this is, that's the big honeypot of money in the state and Wall Street uh, political contributions helped her do that. So the first thing she did was she told people that, uh, that they needed to cut the benefits paid to workers by 3% as an austerity plan to improve the financial health of the pension. But what she didn't say was she was going to pay Wall Street 4% on the riskiest gamble the state had ever taken, a gamble in hedge funds and high-risk private equity funds that ultimately cost the pension a half a billion dollars. Uh, and so for a small state like, of like, like Rhode Island, losing a half a billion dollars of the $8 billion pension uh, is devastating. How do you make up a half a billion dollars? So what, what's your crystal ball going to say to, for these you know, public, public service employees? What's their future look like? Well, the future in Rhode Island is their pension COLA, cost of living adjustments, were su supposedly suspended for a limited period of time. But the future is that those cost of living adjustments will never go back into place unless the pension starts being managed properly. So for the, for the future, it looks like the, the pensioners will have to live with substantial losses in real value of their pension benefit because it's not going to go up in, in, in keeping with inflation. It's actually going to go down the benefits they receive. So they need to fix it. They need to find out who's doing the looting and stop it because others, short of that, the pension will never go back to providing them with the type of re retirement security they were promised. And once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is a 2 billion people problem because it's worldwide. It was set up with the baby boomers and the baby boomers have one big problem. They're not getting younger. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Ted, this is Rhode Island, but is Rhode Island something unique or is this going on in states all over the U.S. and in cities all over the world? Oh, it's going on all over the world. In the United States alone, uh, half of all uh, state, local, city pensions have cut benefits since 2008. And more will will uh, be facing benefit cuts in the future. Globally, we're seeing it happen in countries like Croatia, UK, Australia, Japan. This is a actually a much bigger problem in many other countries, such as Japan, where the population of elderly is approaching thirty uh, percent. So we, we are not at, we're not even on the U.S. is not even on the list of the largest of the of the countries with the largest uh, elderly population. Uh, we're, we're almost on it, but we're not. But countries like Germany, Finland, Bulgaria, all of the Romania, they all have even worse problems than we do. Well, if you look at the New York Times, you know, Sunday, January 12th, just as we were leaving New York. The front page of Wall Street Journal, New York Times, has this rioting in Paris, and it's because of pensions. 
What do you know about those pensions and for the French workers? Well, one of the things we know, and Robert, you and I emphasize this in the book, is that pensions globally all over the world are loading up on toxic, high-risk, high-cost investments. And where are those investments coming from? They're all coming from Wall Street, made in USA. We are the premier, United States is the premier financial innovator, and we're also the premier producers of toxic weapons of mass financial destruction. So we are, our Wall Street guys are selling those investments to pensions all over the world, many of which have never been allowed to to make these risky investments. Like <clears throat> Japan had historically been in conservative bonds. Now they're loading up on these toxic investments. And it, it's such a problem because because there's a lot, there's so much secrecy around these investments that I actually had a, a documentary film crew from the Netherlands come here to meet with me to ask me what was in their pension because it's all Wall Street stuff that they can't understand. So they have to come to the United States to get an explanation. But Ted, isn't this deja vu all over again? I mean, what America did, we sub, we we sold these subprime mortgages, subprime mortgage derivatives all over the world. They blew up, but this one's even bigger than the subprime mortgages because these are going to pensions affecting more people. Lot than millions just and millions of people. So so billions, two so, billion people. So what you guys are saying is Wall Street saw this big pot of money called pensions all over the world, and they said we want it. And they Correct. just went and raped and pillaged. And you can see on the front pages of the papers, but the average person that when we talk to them is, oh, nobody will touch my pension. You know, I'm, I've been a police officer for 20 years. They better give me my money. And the reason, again, Ted Sedell and myself are the co-authors of who stole my pension is because all over the world, there's basically two types of pensions. Defined benefit, which is what school teachers, firefighters, Teamsters, labor union guys have, and defined contribution, which I'm kind of the expert on, which is the 401k and IRA. And this is going on all over the world. And as Ted is saying, is that the assets are coming from one place, Wall Street. When we come back, we're talking more about what, what's going to happen in the future and what you can do, young or old, to protect yourself from the biggest financial collapse in the history of the world. Be right back. Hey guys, my name is Rob, and I'm the producer of the Rich Dad Radio Show with Robert Kiyosaki. Robert and I were just talking about how misunderstood the Rich Dad brand really is. While everyone thinks it's about money, the truth is we're a spiritual company focused on personal development. Why? Because investing has almost nothing to do with the actual investment and nearly everything to do with the investor. A great investment can be ruined by a bad investor and vice versa. So which are you? Are you a good investor or are you a bad one? Hold on, let me ask you that in a different way. Is there something that gets in the way of your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? For most people, the answer is a powerful yes. If that's you, consider visiting BetterHelp Online Counseling. 
BetterHelp has thousands of licensed professional counselors worldwide specializing in everything from self-esteem and anxiety to relationships and stress. BetterHelp is a brand new way to improve yourself because it's on-demand, online, counseling in the safety and comfort of your own home. Counselors utilize text, chat, phone, and video, allowing them to start working on your success in under 24 hours. And right now, Rich Dad Radio Show listeners get 10% off their first month of BetterHelp by using the discount code RICHDAD. So why not get started today? Become the person that creates success for both you and your family by utilizing the most secure, convenient, professional, and affordable online therapy available. Go to betterhelp.com slash rich dad. Once again, that's betterhelp.com slash rich dad. Don't be like Charlie. Charlie is that do-it-yourselfer who does himself in. Do-it-yourself is good for tile and grout. It is not good for asset protection. Charlie thought he'd save a few dollars forming his LLC online. With no guidance, he did it wrong. When he sold the property, he lost thousands and thousands of dollars. He did himself in by trying to do it himself. Don't burn yourself. Use Corporate Direct to set up and maintain your LLCs and corporations. Corporate Direct is owned and operated by attorney and rich dad advisor, Garrett Sutton. Garrett wrote the bestsellers, Loopholes of Real Estate and Start Your Own Corporation. He is Robert Kiyosaki's attorney for asset protection. He and his team will do it right. Visit them at CorporateDirect.com or call 800-600-1760. Mention Rich Dad and receive $100 off your formation fee. That's CorporateDirect.com. CorporateDirect.com. Welcome back. Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show, the good news and bad news about money. Today we have a very important show. It's about what is the biggest financial crash that's about to hit us. Once again, you can listen to the Rich Dad Radio Show anytime, anywhere on iTunes or Android and YouTube. And then please love, leave us a review whenever you listen. Did you like it? Did you hate it? Did you want to hear more? And then we all of our programs are archived at richdadradio.com. We archive them for one big reason. Because we're an education company, we do not make investment recommendations. We don't tell you to buy mutual funds or stocks or bonds. But we archive it so that you can listen to this program again because you listen to this program one more time, your intelligence will jump quantumly because repetition is how we learn. But more importantly, if you have friends, family, or business associates who are counting on their retirement, get them to listen to this show and then put them on suicide watch because they may because everybody believes their retirement is secure. And if you started this program, Ted, Kim, and I have had have one thing in common our fathers lost their pensions. And this was years and years ago. So Kim and I swore we'd never need a pension. We wouldn't need jobs. And that's the big difference. So once again, go to richdadradio.com, listen to this program again, get your friends, family, and business associates to listen to it and have them discuss it because most people are sound asleep at the wheel. They think the money will be there. What they don't know is what Ted Sedell and I are saying is that the money has already been stolen and is going to continue to be stolen. So this is a very important program. So we're going to get into something very important right now here is because we have a lot of young people, millennials and younger, and some Gen Xers who listen to the Rich Dad radio show. And I hear, I hear the silly millennials. I mean, they're just naive people. Oh, I don't have to worry. I have a 401k. And I say, I will pray for you tonight. You know, 
not Catholic, but I go to the church and light a candle for those people who are counting on their 401k because <laughs> it ain't going to be there, sweetheart. Any comments on 401k, well, Skip? Yeah, I wanted, we're just talking at the break. So, Ted, how, how did the 401k come into being and how does that play into pensions? Well, the 401k came into being in the, in the early 1970s as a uh, way to, for employers to supplement employee savings. So the 401k was never intended to be a retirement retirement plan plan that replaced your pension, but corporations eager to save money and limit their liability to pensions promoted these as being uh, retirement savings vehicles. Uh, But but the truth is that a 401k will never provide the level of retirement security that a pension would. And the, the, the numbers uh, are really staggering. Um, the average 401k balance for a 65-year-old is like $50,000. That's not going to last 20 more years. No, that's not going to last very long. No, it's not. It's going to last for a few years. And um, again, that's the average, which means, and that's the average for people that have a 401k. So a third or so of the country has no 401k at all, no 401k or pension. But those that do have a, pen, a 401k have maybe 50,000 saved at retirement. So that's not a retirement plan. That's a supplemental savings plan. But so the, the first thing that younger listeners should know is that a 401k was never intended to provide retirement security, and there's no way that it will. And I'm one of those baby boomers that I remember 1974, I think it was ERISA came out, Employee Retirement Income Security Act, which led to the 401k, which led to this new profession called financial planners. And all of a sudden, the most unprofessional people like school teachers and shoe salesmen and all that became certified financial planners, you know? Oh, and I took that course. I went to become a certified financial planner and I was laughing my ass off because I had my rich dad. But I'll, I'll give you the pitch they told us to pitch. They, what they said back in the 70s was that the way to retirement is called a three-legged stool. Number one, you have a defined benefit pension, which people don't have, most people. Then you have a defined contribution, a 401k, as a second leg of the stool. And third, you have savings. Well, guess what? You know, the Fed's printing trillions of dollars. People don't have savings. If they have savings, it's worth nothing. Time value of money is nothing on savings. I mean, if you pay you zero interest, keeping it 10, 10 years is still zero. You know, when it was 15% interest, you kept it for 10 years, you got 150% interest on your money, time value of money. But today it's zero. So the three-legged stool is a, is a Frisbee. <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of sad. What do you it's think, Ted? Flattened. No more legs. Well, I, I think that's exactly right. I mean, what employers said was, we're going to take away this pension and we're going to give you something just as good. It's called a 401k. I was hired by the uh, police force of the city of Atlanta about five years ago to fly up there. The city council was going to freeze the pension fund, eliminate the pension fund, and replace it with a... Uh, 401k type plan. And so I was in a council room there with 200 armed policemen (laughs) 
testifying before the city council that the 401k, the city was going to substitute for the pension would never provide retirement security that the pension did. And if the city wanted to be honest, they should just admit it. It was not a, an even trade apples to apples. They were taking away a lump of gold and giving back a lump of coal. And I said, they should be honest about it. And that's what's happened all over the country. And what's kind of, I, and I hate to laugh, but I, after all these years of you know trashing 401ks, there's no Kim knows every time I trash it, I get trashed. You know, Money Magazine, Smart Money, they just hate me because I trashed the 401k well, but mercilessly, mercilessly. But all, the, all these financial advisors and all the experts, they all say, oh, but it's free money, but it's free money. You get free money if you put into your 401k, you money. get free money. Um, what do you say to that, Ted? Well, for, first of all, they're, what they may be referring to, what, what sometimes happens is that employers contribute to the 401k on behalf of employees. And that I would say is free money. If your employee, if your employer is going to put money in your 401k, fine and good. That's great. I mean, you know, that's a little bonus money, but there's no requirement that employers put money in 401ks and there's no requirement that employers even have 401ks. And they also tell you this, Ted, this is the biggest lie of all. This is what I go after those guys to say, and when you retire, you can withdraw that income at a lower tax rate because your income will go down. In other words, anybody with a 401k is planning to be poor when they retire. That's the only reason they get a, they can get a lower tax rate. If you're making more money when you retire at 65, you still got to pay at a higher tax rate. So the 401k was designed for somebody who's, who was planning on retiring poor. That's what I think is ridiculous. And I get trashed all the time by Money Magazine, Smart Money, Wall Street Journal. You know, they, they say, I don't know what I'm talking about. I say, well, I had no plans on being poor. If you're going to be poor, 401k works fine. That's what I say. So that's- Well, look, 401ks have been around for, say, 50 years now. And the, uh, the result of the great 401k experiment on, on two or three generations of workers are disastrous. I mean, like I said, the average 401k balance is maybe $50,000 at retirement. So anybody who tells you that these are uh, lean, mean, great uh, savings machines, look at the results. They have not delivered financial security, retirement security to hardly anyone. So it, it, it's, and there are reasons for that. One is that they have high, they generally have high cost retail mutual funds in them and have a lot of other additional costs. But in any case, the great 401k experiment has failed. There's no contesting that. And the reason that Rich Dad Company was founded because of this misinformation and BS that is perpetrated by our, our government workers, I mean, our government, our school teachers, and Wall Street. I think it's, I shouldn't laugh, but I just think it's funny I think you said it in New York, Ted, is that, you know, the Dallas Police Department was protecting the bank from bank robbers who wear masks. But the real bank robbers had suits on and were robbing the pension, the police the police pension of their money. So the poor police officers were watching the wrong bank robbers. I mean, is that what's going on, Ted? Well, yeah. And, uh, 
<laughs> as pensions have gotten into uh, more trouble, as more and more pensions are faltering, uh, as pension underfunding has risen, Wall Street has come with a solution, and the solution is pay us higher fees. So Wall Street's solution to any problem is always pay us higher fees. You see it in the 401k area, too, where you have we're going to put you in mutual funds. Now we're going to put you in a robo-advised mutual fund where we'll charge you another fee on top of the mutual fund fee to move you from this fund to that fund. But uh, And so Wall Street's solution to pensions about 15 years ago was to load up on higher cost investments. And of course, that has failed. The higher cost investments have underperformed dramatically. And and the other part is this, you know, I got I got this feet kickback and it's the ETF guys and that's called ETFs are passive investments. And on on the surface, I mean as a professional investor, ETFs look good. The fees are lower. But what they don't tell you, what's gonna what's gonna bring down the market is not the stock market, but the bond market, because our, our debt is too high. So when the stocks start to fall, you can't get out of these ETFs. The reason is, is because there's no buyer for them. In other words, for you to get your money back out of an ETF, you've got to have somebody who wants to buy it. And so when the markets crash, there's nobody standing there saying, oh, I want your ETF. And so that's why, you know, like I said, there's two authors on this book. It's called Ted Sedell, who's expert on defined benefit. And I'm the expert on the defined contribution. I don't touch ETFs. Even though they're low fees, who wants them? When the markets crash, that's my point of view. And I could be dead wrong, but I would rather not be trying to sell something in a market crash that nobody wants. And the only way that I write about this, about the defined contributions, also same is true for the defined benefit, which Ted is the expert on, is it's called fees. All they want is your fees. It's called assets under management. You'll hear these guys get on television, oh, we have 12 billion assets under management. That means they're collecting a fee on those 12 billions assets under management, even if the assets are losing money. That's what's happening. So I have a, a question going back to uh, Ted, your example in Rhode Island, and this woman was managing an $8 billion pension fund. You said she was pretty much an incompetent uh, manager. She didn't really didn't know anything about investing. How common is that? I mean, how many people, what percentage of these pension managers have no idea what they're doing? Well, it's pervasive because, believe it or not, state and local pensions aren't governed by any comprehensive federal law or any comprehensive law at all. Corporate pensions are governed by something called ERISA, the Employee Retirement Income Security Act, which puts a lot of uh, has a lot of requirements for corporate pensions. Public pensions are not subject to ERISA. And what you find across the country is the, the boards of these public pensions are made up of politicians, school teachers, firefighters, cops, sanitation workers. So there are, there's no one on these boards that has experience managing pensions, and there's no law that requires it. So if, you, if you're thinking that the person running the board overseeing your pension 
knows what they're doing. That's just plainly not true. And you, all you have to do is look up the biographies of these people, and you'll see that they are typically either elected officials or state employees. And there's one, have no there's one more thing, Ted. You know, when I, when I, when my my father said to make sure this is 73, 74, make sure you have a good job with a pension. And he was kind of upset that I didn't join the pilots union, that I, I didn't become a pilot for United Airlines or U.S. Air or TWA. So it's not just school teachers, firefighters, and police officers. What happened to the pilots union pensions? Oh, the pilots uh, took a real uh, beating. Um, the United Airways and uh, U.S. Air. Air, which hired me to do an investigation, both of those, both the United and the U.S. Air pensions were uh, turned over or dumped onto the federal government, the the agency called the Pension Benefit Guarantee Corporation, or PBGC. And the biggest losers were pilots who had their pensions slashed by 50%. Um, so many of the pilots who I represented told me that they tell their kids who are some of whom were pilots in the military, to stay in the military because the benefits in the military as a pilot are better today than in corporate America. So ladies and gentlemen, this is my co-author, Ted, Edward Ted Siddell. Our, with a, our book just came out, just released, called Who Stole My Pension? It's the most important book you can read and study today, even if you don't have a pension, even for your young kid, because it will affect you. As I was saying on our PR tour in New York, I said, this is a real estate play because the decision is who's going to move in with who? Is grandma going to move in with you or are you going to move in with grandma? You know what I mean? That's really what it's coming to. So ladies and gentlemen, you know, the Rich Dad Radio Show and the Rich Dad Company, we make no financial recommendation but tell you what to invest in and what not to invest in. So it's still up to you. But remember, it's your money or it used to be your money. And when Ted and I were in New York, it was shocking it just shocked me how much graft and corruption is going on in all of these multi-billion dollar pensions. Final words, Kim? Well, I, I thank you, Ted. This is eye-opening. And uh, I, I feel for a lot of people out there because they are not aware of what's coming. And I think they're going to be in for a big surprise. So hopefully they are listening and taking some action and preparing uh, for what's going to come down the road. Yeah, if you just read the paper, they'll see all this rioting in Paris. That's the future of America. So, Ted, thank you very much. Thank you. Just remember that when it comes to pensions, a promise is not a promise. Thank you. Thank you, Ted. So when we come back, we'll be having a quick discussion between Kim and I and uh, Sarah, our producer here. And we'll be talking about what Rich Dad is going to provide in the future for especially the young guys, millennials and younger, what you can do to not to be a victim of this graft and corruption going on in pensions throughout the world. We'll be right back. Welcome back, Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show, the good news and bad news about money. Once again, listen to the Rich Dad Program anytime, anywhere on iTunes, Andrew, and now YouTube, my favorite station. And all of our programs are archived at richdadradio.com. We archive them so you can listen to it again because listen to this program one more time. You'll get twice as smart to three times as smart. And have your friends, family, and business partners, and your, your loser brother-in-law should listen to this also, but because he's probably counting on his pension. And uh, listen to this program, discuss it, and you'll have a nice family argument. <laughs>
But it's a very important program, and it's disturbing, it's upsetting. If you read the book, Who Stole My Pension? Your blood pressure will go up, I promise you. It is shocking how much people, how much money is being stolen every day through people's pensions, both the 401k, defined contributions, or the defined benefit plan, which teachers, firefighters, labor union guys have. Very important book to this program to discuss. Comments, Kim? Well, I mean, it is upsetting and it is disturbing because there are so there's so much greed and corruption by Wall Street. And, and, and really, I mean, just like you were mentioning the subprime, they saw this whole group of of, of clients or customers, customers who did not qualify to get this home loan, but they went after them anyway. No down payment, no qualifying. So that was a big market for them. Now they see this other market than for years they've seen this market of pensions. Look at that big pot of money that it's every it's in every single city all over the world. Let's go take it. I mean, it's so disturbing that it's all greed and corruption. And, you know, screw the average person. It's 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 criminal. And the thing that's frightening is that when I was hanging out with Ted in New York on the media tour, they had these writers from the Wall Street Journal, New York Times, Barron's, and uh, Bloomberg. And I tell you, this guy, Ted, is a real estate boy. He is really smart. And he was talking to these guys in, in, about investments I had never, never heard about. But the level of corruption is so pervasive, and it's not like one group, not just Wall Street. It's the, it's the school teachers and firefighters who manage the thing. You know how they get bought off? They take them on these junkets. They fly to Tahiti or Las Vegas and they buy them hookers and nice dinners and all that stuff. And then they go and put them in these pensions. But then you have the union leaders who are just as corrupt. That's why Jimmy Hoffa disappeared, you know, because he was really for the workers. And what happens is corruption sets in and they steal. So ladies and gentlemen, I would just say this much, you know, stealing of money is so pervasive today, it's disgusting. So anyway, that's just my comment. So I want to ask Sarah Shambo, who's our social media director, as a younger person, um, when you hear what Ted was saying, what Kim and I are saying about our three fathers and all this, what goes through your mind? What do you think? Well, for my circle or my generation of, fr of friends that I hang out with, pension isn't even a word we talk about, unless you work for the government. I have family members that work for the government, and they'll have a pension when they retire. But maybe. The, maybe, maybe, exactly. Uh, that's what they're depending on, right? Yes. But the 401k, which I thought I was so glad that you guys brought up because my generation, it was go to school, get a job that has a 401k that matches 3%, da 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 And, um, you know, so that was a great point to bring up that that too is also being wiped out. Or, you know, the average, what did he say, $60,000? Well, that's, that's yeah. not going to last very long. Um, and that was fascinating too that he said, yeah, well, the companies saw the pension being so much more expensive. So oh, instead of a pension, we're going to give you a 401k. Yeah. Which, a three-legged stool that turned into a flying right. saucer. <laughs> you know? I thought that's a great visual to bring up because it is. It's being wiped out. And so um, I think it's important for young people to, to, to listen to this show because um, everything that our parents had taught us or grew up knowing is just is not the same. We live in a different world in a different time than our parents did. And we have to readjust our mindset and our thinking and how are we going to survive this because nobody can you know what are we going to do all work into our 80s and 90s at walmart I, you know that's just not a, a thing that's going to happen well, by the way ted sued walmart too <laughs> 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 he, he's, he's, he, he was he was sitting there talking to the, it was so interesting hanging out with a guy who was like a million times smarter than me and these 
reporters are really, really, they're all women. They're really smart. They were talking about stuff I knew nothing about, but they were talking about corruption. It was just shocking. So they, so one, one reporter, Wall Street Journal says, Ted, who are we going after next? He says, well, maybe Wells Fargo. She goes, I want to know all about that. Who else, Ted? He says, NFL. She goes, oh, I really want to know about that. Yeah. And I'm saying, I better not stand next to Ted anymore. <laughs> They're going to kill him. They're going to kill him. You know what I mean? Because he has no fear. Yeah. He has yeah. no fear of going after these guys. And there's, and it's not just Wall Street. It's the guys who manage the funds. It's the Everybody takes a cut. Yeah, the, yeah. the labor union guys. Everybody's got their hand in the pocket. And the, meanwhile, the worker is sitting there feeling fat, dumb, and happy. And then the money is gone. And the guy from Bloomberg said there's a saying. I forgot the word now. He said, what difference does it make? We'll be gone anyway. Mm -hmm. In other words, the yeah. people that are stealing will be gone. Yeah. Well, and, and I, they don't care. They do not. And I spoke with a young woman the other day who's just started teaching and one of the reasons she became a teacher is because she wanted a, a pension. pension. Mm -hmm. And yeah. she thinks that's going to save her. And Kim and I started the Rich Dad Company because we don't want a job and we don't want a pension. And that's kind of the difference in point of view. Right. So anyway, we're just talking to Sarah right now about putting together a five-part program called the five pension time bombs that are set to go off. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, this will make the subprime the 2008 thing look like nothing. So we're going to have these five programs. Stay, stay tuned to the Rich Dad Radio. Also listen to Alexandra on millennial money because we bring this up a lot because the millennials are really in the worst shape possible. Mm -hmm. You know, when I was a millennial, not that ever was, when I was in my 20s, America was a rich country. And today our debt, our expenses are a trillion dollars a year. We're losing a trillion dollars a year. Our national debt is something like 25, 250 trillion, and the millennials are stuck with student loan debt. Mm -hmm. I mean, you guys are screwed. And so you can be a victim about it, and most people have a victim mentality, oh, I can't do anything. Or you can be proactive. If you're proactive, please listen to Rich Dad because we're for proactivity, not victimhood. Final word, Kim? No, I, I think that's a great advice, and you know, something similar in terms of, you know, if I had a pension today or if I had a 401k, um, I would I would start looking at what if it wasn't there? Just what if it wasn't there? Because what you and I do, Robert, oftentimes is when we want to get creative and we want to, you know, expand our, our business and things, we act as if there's no money there. And how would we do it? So, um, and that was kind of, that's kind of how we would trick our mind. And unfortunately, thinking your pension and your 401k is not going to be there may not be a trick of your mind at all. But if you start thinking that way, I think you can put yourself in a much, much better position. I think that's the reason the rich dad company, it, it was the reason rich dad company was formed. Well, Kim and I had fathers who lost their jobs and Kim so I was lucky enough to get a job for just a few short years, right? Yeah. He was there for about four or five years, but then he got a pension, he got a pension for life. But then what happened? Well, then, uh, after my dad passed, um, my mom, mom was collecting. collecting, my mom was collecting. And we had let the company know that, that dad had passed, but they hadn't caught it. And so about six years later, they come knocking on her door and say, oh, um, you're only supposed to be getting half of what you were getting, not the full pension, and we need that money back. And she was like, uh, she had it, and she's like, okay, the wheel, that makes sense. Um, but they didn't wait for her to give it back. They actually 
somehow, and we don't know how, somehow got into her bank account and took it. They took it. I don't know how they did that. Legally. Legally. They took it. I mean, that was scary. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why the Rich Dad Company was founded, is to uh, let you know that your three-legged stool is a Frisbee. Thank you for listening to the Rich Dad Radio Program. Thank you to Ted Sedell.